Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to discuss underrated films. Uh, we each decided to pick a film that we thought was underrated. Yeah. And uh, have the other two Swearwolves um, talk about it and get their opinions of it. Um, underrated, the definition of that is kind of ambiguous yeah um we don't necessarily know what underrated means yeah. uh i i don't know if it means that it wasn't reviewed well by critics or reviewed well by public on rotten tomatoes or yeah or just maybe people haven't seen it yeah or they just don't, don't talk, talk about, about them yeah. yeah so i think i kind of took uh the approach of uh, all of those things um i kind of tried to pick a film that yeah i didn't hear people talk about much or um, yeah, that's that's how I based my pick too. Yeah, yeah. Movies we think you should see. <laughs> Movies that we think uh, people should see. Yeah, definitely, and and should be talked about some more. So we'll go through chronologically, and how how we'll set this up is uh, the person who picked the film will just introduce what film they picked, and the other two uh, members of the Swearwolves will then talk about it and dissect it a little bit more. Yeah. Um. So going chronologically, that would mean Alan's uh, choice is first. So uh, I went with The Burning. It's a uh, film from 1981. Uh, it takes place at a summer camp. Uh, it's it's your uh, kind of early 80s slasher film. Yeah. So um, I had never seen this film before. Had you seen I, this it? This was too? my second time seeing it, um, but I saw it uh, probably like back in like October for the first time. Okay. Um, so Could you remember it well? I uh, will probably get in. I remember it differently. Oh, different. <laughs> My second okay. viewing was different. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it takes place at a summer camp. We open up and there's a bunch of teenage boys kind of hanging out in a cabin. Yep. And they're all talking about Cropsy. Yep. Uh, which a different connotation for me because there's another movie that I saw called Cropsy. <laughs> it's mm. just totally different. A totally different. I mean, it's kind of uh, about a child molester oh. in a. I think it's a documentary. I don't think. Yeah. About oh, a okay. child molester. I don't think Cropsy long, long, molested long anybody in this one. Um, yeah. No. He's a groundskeeper, right? He's yeah. A, he's just a pain in the ass, crotchety old groundskeeper who has the hugest nostrils. Did you <laughs> notice that? <laughs> yes. He's got some big old he nostrils. Really so it's nighttime. He's sleeping. And they decide they're going to pull a prank on him and they're going to scare the shit out of him because mm -hmm. he's been fucking with them. Mm -hmm. So how they determine that they're going to scare the shit out of him is they have like this creepy skull candle. Yeah. And so they light this skull candle and then they wake him up by pounding on the window. And when he wakes up, that's the first thing he sees. Yeah. And he's like, Aah! and he freaks out. <laughs> uh, the one thing I'll, I'll ask you, David, do you think the cabin and the sheets and the clothes that he was wearing were soaked in gasoline. And that's why 
yeah, he, he went up he like that. He went up like a dry Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, if you guys remember, he knocked over a can of gasoline. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. Because he, he was a groundskeeper and he kept he all of his in the stuff shed. in there. He yeah. his fuel by his bed. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a, not a, he just huffs that shit with his giant nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> just lets it flow. Like, yeah. <gasps> so, uh, Cropsy catches on fire and runs to the lake. Yeah, it seemed like kind of a bad prank. Like, let's uh, use fire and then wake somebody. Yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't yeah, so, well thought out. Yeah, they're like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, so the kids all run away. They're like, fuck this. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they run away. Cropsy dives into the lake, and then we cut to the hospital. Yep. And there's a, a new doctor and, a, like, an intern. <laughs> yeah, and they're going for a stroll, and, and he's yeah, like, oh, you a new doctor. Yeah. I'm going to show you something that's going to scare you. <laughs> So he takes him into Cropsy's room. <laughs> and he he sets it up. He's like, this guy's like a, a fucking Big Mac. O- overdone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cropsy is uh, burnt to a crisp. And he's inside like a tent. So yeah. he doesn't get yeah. uh, germs on him. I guess so. Yeah. Something like that. They go into the room and he's like, come here, man. You got to see him. And he like opens the tent and he looks at him and he's all, woo. <laughs> and so the doctor's going to go closer. And then all of a sudden Cropsy's hand pops out, grabs the intern. Yeah. Boom. Cut to credits. Right? They scream, yep. run away. Yeah. Cut to credits. Uh, five years later. Yep. Cropsy's getting wheeled out of the hospital. You're released now. It's been five years. We've had you for five, five years. years. Yeah. You're going to get a very, very large bill. <laughs> <laughs> Your health insurance is not good. Not the best. Sorry. Sorry, fella. Obamacare. <laughs> um, thanks, Obama. <laughs> but so he gets wheeled out. And what's the first thing Cropsy does? He gets a hooker. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do, right? Yeah. He's like, it's you like, know what I haven't done in five years? Or ever. Yeah. Make sweet love to Looking him. to see if he's still got it. Yep. He's like, it's I, been five years since the last time I paid for sex. Yeah. <laughs> 95 percent of my body was burned but not this five oh. <laughs> percent so he takes the prostitute up to a hotel room um and like does she ever see his face before they get into the hotel i wondered room? that too like yeah he was just lurking in the shadows the whole time because yeah, yeah she didn't realize he's like dark man the room that oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. just got like uh, a fedora on uh-huh. and like his collar popped and he's all uh, uh. he doesn't really ever talk either yeah. he kind of mutters and we don't see his face. We don't know what he looks like, yeah. but we can just imagine. Yeah, it's probably and, just a wreck under there. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, you know. Yeah. You know, 95% of his body was burning. It's probably mm-hmm. a wreck down there. <laughs> oh, it's a wreck. Maybe that's <laughs> a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's Ooh. why he's uh, he's all pissed off. Mm, maybe. Because he's, his junk is gone. Yeah, it's been burned away. <laughs> it's like away. a Big Mac down there. <laughs> um, overdone. <laughs> Not so much of a Big Mac, just a chicken nugget. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, it's like that burnt fry. Yeah, it's, it's, fry. it's like the hot dog that's been on the roller all day at the convenience store. <laughs> tiny uh-huh. Vienna sausage. Mm-hmm. So he, um, he kills this prostitute. Yeah, she's repulsed. Yeah. Yeah, she's repulsed. He yeah. kills her. He stabs her, right? In the stomach or something? Yeah. 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 He's like strangles her too, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know. He does a bunch he's, of stuff. He's not a very nice guy. All right, now we're now we're back at summer camp. A different, different camp. summer camp. Yeah. Same yep. lake, maybe. Different camp. And um, they're playing softball. No bras uh, on no, anybody. Yeah, <laughs> including the men, including Jason Alexander, <laughs> a young, thinner Jason Alexander yeah. with more hair. Yes. Yeah. Um, but still, still uh, George Costanza, as far as I could tell. Yeah, he's one of the. Uh, 
more interesting characters. He's pretty funny. He's got yeah. he yeah, he's very George Costanza. Yeah. And he's a very good actor. Yeah, he like, is. He's like the best actor yeah, in this yeah. film. Um, but one thing that I noticed, David, did you notice, could you tell the difference between the counselors and the, the campers? No. Because I didn't know if Costanza was supposed to be a counselor. I didn't either. I think he was a counselor. I don't think he was. I though. don't think he was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was only like two counselors. Yeah, who's Every, watching all these kids? Everybody yeah. else was a kid. And yeah, if you notice in the mess hall, there's a bunch of little kids, but I think it's probably the camp was probably sectioned off. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. These guys were awfully old for some reason. Yeah, they were like 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. And they were at camp. So these are probably the older kids of the camp. I mean, old. Yeah. 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 (laughs) These kids were like not kids. And they were all talking about fucking. These kids file taxes. Yeah. (laughs) They were all talking about fucking. Yeah. And there's a creepy kid who's like, I don't know, 25. Yeah. (laughs) But he's a. He's the creepazoid that everybody's kind of weirded out by. Yeah. But at the same time, they like him. It's weird. Yeah. And he's like watching a girl take a shower. But he just wanted to scare her. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, Yeah. And then her like wannabe boyfriend. Uh, he's like the bully. Yeah. He starts, yeah. He kind of talks like this. But then everybody picks on that guy. Yeah. Everybody yeah. hates that guy. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. yeah. And they shoot him in the butt with a BB gun. <laughs> and then they moon him. Oh, you want to know something funny about that? So as I was, as I was watching the movie, my wife called me. And I hit the pause button, and I paused it literally as they're mooning him. Uh, and I saw and you got Jason Alexander's very hairy ass. <laughs> how, but how long after your wife and you hung up did you keep it on that? Oh, it's it's a screensaver. <laughs> I, I had a good laugh. I was like, oh, it's a really strange place to pause. <laughs> um, so they are all gonna go away on a like a canoe outing. So yeah. they're gonna leave the camp and go go camping. Yeah. I get, yeah, exactly. Take a little adventure yeah. down the down the river and do the same thing, but yeah. somewhere else <laughs> in a different location. Yeah, get away from the cabins, basically. Yeah, get away do from some the outdoor cabins. stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so they get on the canoes. They have like a little frolic mm-hmm. on the canoes. They're all having a good time. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, we've been seeing some POV shots. Yeah. That are kind of distorted and kind of like, kind of like <laughs> breathing and shit like that. Yeah. yeah they're not alone. Yeah. And uh, so they go to this like island uh, across the um, lake and there's there's a counselor or I don't I don't know if he was a counselor or whatever but he wants to fuck this chick and she's like no you're just gonna fuck me and use me like all the other guys do he's like no no I'm- he's like no baby I ain't gonna oh, fucking yeah. do it. they're all from Brooklyn yeah I ain't gonna fucking do that yeah keep in mind this is upstate New York so a lot of these actors in New York yeah, New Yorkers. And so I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, and so then he's like, "I'm gonna go swimming then." And so he goes swimming, and then she's like, "Okay, I'll come." And she gets naked and yeah. goes swimming with him, and comes right up to him. And then he's like, Start "Oh, kissing, yeah, yeah, you want to fuck?" And then she's like, "I don't want to do anything." And he's like, "Get the fuck out yeah, of here!" He's like really <laughs> rotten. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very he's like either either fuck me or get the fuck he's out. He's very here. frustrated. So mm-hmm. she goes to leave, and her clothes are yeah. Somebody nowhere. took her clothes. Yeah. So she's like, Michelle, is that you? Oh, anytime they start asking if it's somebody, you know they're done for. Yep. <laughs> and so she goes walking off. She gets killed. Hedge clippers seem to be the, yep, the that's tool a of, choice. of choice. Yeah. Wake up the next morning. Everybody's asking where she is. He's like, I don't fucking know where she is. I told her to get lost. <laughs> she left. Yeah. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Andrew Dice Clay in his first uh, <laughs> acting role. Um, 
But all the canoes are gone too. Yeah. yeah. And they think that she did it. They think she left and, and for whatever reason decided to screw over everybody. Yeah. Accidentally released all the canoes. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're like, we got to build a raft. Yep. So they start gathering a bunch of wood to build a raft. They build a raft and like five of them. Yeah. They're like, we're going to go back to the camp and get the canoes and we'll come back and yep. get the rest of you. And the other ones stay there. So the five set out on their adventure with their makeshift paddles mm-hmm. and everything, and they see a canoe. Yeah, they're like, oh, sweet. That's one of our canoes. Let's go get it. Yeah. So they go up to it, and there's like, I don't know, it's like seven minutes. <laughs> like they spot the canoe, and then it's the canoe, the raft. Yeah. The canoe, the raft. <laughs> they're paddling, and it's seven minutes yes. of laughing, and Woo, yeah. we found the canoe. The canoe. <laughs> we're still finding the canoe. <laughs> we're oh, getting closer. We're only two minutes away from finding the canoe. <laughs> it's, yeah. like it's like real time. Yeah. <laughs> so we watch them paddle across the whole lake and they get to the canoe and then boom, out pops yep, Cropsy. Cropsy. And he pops up and he makes quick work of everybody. Yeah, he flattened himself uh, really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he got so low in that canoe. Not they, only they did he get low, right on but top he was of able to pop up too yeah. really quick. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, so he he pops up and kills everybody, slices them with his... Um, with his, shears. His, his, yeah. shears. And he chops some of their fingers off. Oh, um, yeah. it, the, some of these kills are pretty brutal and yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Good, pretty uh, good Tom kills. Savini. Uh, yep. the, he did? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so pretty good kills there. Uh, then we, we cut back to the island where these other people are at. And uh, there's uh, a couple, the couple, the one who was getting spied on by the shower and the bully guy, the bully guy who looks yeah. like Woody Harrelson. He convinces her to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to build a he's fire. Like, and yeah. Like, the bully's name is Glazer. And yeah. I think the girl's name is Sally. Okay. Yeah. So Glazer and Sally. Yeah. So Glazer's like, you fuck me. I'll treat you right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he gives her like the best seven seconds of her life. Right. And she's all, that was it. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forget about I it. I don't know what happened. Maybe you just leave or maybe you stay. We do it again. And she's like, I'll stay. We'll do it again. Mm-hmm. He's like, you mean that? Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, but uh, the, the weirdo has been spying on them. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's not creepy at all. Yeah. Right? He sees Glazer um, come back to camp for some matches to build the fire. Well, meanwhile, when Glazer's back to camp, he leaves uh, Sally alone and Sally gets got. Yep. Yeah. She gets killed. Glazer comes back and Creepo Boy follows him and sees Glazer get killed. Yeah. So now Creepo Boy's there and he's like, Ooh! he runs back to camp and he tells Todd. Yeah. The the head counselor. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Dude. We got to get out of here. You got to. Yeah. He can't even communicate. No, he's yeah. he's no, he's nuts. And uh, and then and then the the raft, the empty raft floats, floats up. Yeah. But uh, underneath the raft, like floating with it, I guess, are all the dead bodies because they start popping up yeah. when everybody sees the raft. Yeah, they see all yeah. the dead bodies. And they're like, oh, oh Jason no, Alexander that. freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> They all, they all, um, oh no, they get on the raft. Yeah, they all. They, they yeah. must get on the raft and go back. And Todd's like, I'm going to stay because I got to go find Eugene or whatever. Yeah, his Alfred. Name is. Alfred. Yeah, I think uh, it's Alfred. Because he's still out there. Yeah. So yeah. they all go back to camp. The The girl counselor then tells the head of the counselors, Yeah. I need the outboard boat. And he doesn't believe her. She's, she's like, like, look at these kids. Yeah. And they're all, Jason Alexander's freaked out. Um, everybody's freaked out. Yeah. 
And then, so she gets on the boat with the, the head guy and they go back to the island. Meanwhile, Todd is chasing after, uh, trying to find Alfred. Who gets caught? Does Todd get caught or Alfred get caught? I can't remember. Alfred I gets caught. I didn't write their names down. Yeah, one uh, of them gets caught and the other one comes up and yeah. tries to capture him. Police have been called. They're going to come with uh, the helicopter. But Cropsey has ca- captured him. He's going to kill him. And he gets stabbed. Yeah. And Cropsey's got a blowtorch, right? Does is is he have a blowtorch now? I don't know. But we find out that Todd was one, was one of the kids yeah. who burned yeah. Cropsey. Yeah. And so Todd remembers it sees his ugly face. Now we see Cropsy for the first time. He's all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. He gets he gets stabbed, but then of course, like in most slasher films, he comes back like for one final scare and then he gets his head bashed in with a axe. Yeah. Split in two. Yeah. Like he yeah. gets split in two. Like there's no question that he's dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Todd messes him up real good. Yep. Yeah. And then that's the end. Yeah, he burns. Yeah. Burns alive. He burns alive again. Yeah. For the second time. <laughs> yeah. So I had a couple questions about this movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My first was, um, why did he kill the prostitute? Yeah, I don't know. I like she... I really think, uh, one thing that I wrote down, I said, I guess this movie feels like it could be better than it actually is. Mm-hmm. All the pieces are there, but it just doesn't put them together. Yeah. So they put the pieces together of establishing that there's this group of like seven boys who fucked over this um this groundskeeper and played a practical joke that went too far. Yeah. If they would have made it to where all those seven boys were now counselors at this camp, that would have been a better connection or that Cropsey went and found his revenge on all seven of them. Then I could have seen it. It would have made it more interesting too, because then you get into who are you rooting for? You're like, you're rooting for the killer. You're rooting for the camp. But he just kills an innocent prostitute. Yeah. And then he goes to this camp and starts killing innocent people that weren't involved in it, with the exception of Todd, but he doesn't even kill Todd. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of my my one kind of uh, flaw with this. The other thing is, is this was made in 81. So this was made a year after Friday the 13th? Yeah, Friday the 13th of 1980. It's the same genre of film. I think Friday the 13th might have done it better. Yeah. Um. At least the original Friday the 13th did it better. That being said, I like the movie. I thought it was fun. Yeah. yeah I thought it was I, good for a slasher flick. I had never seen it before. So to your point about it being underrated, um, I don't know how many people have seen or heard of this movie. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's something that um, not a lot of non-horror fans would have heard of. Yeah. It's early in the genre for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I and, and the first time I saw it, I loved it. So yeah. I didn't like it as much on my second viewing, because um, this time I was kind of just looking more for specifics. But like the gore is really, really good. Um, it, it's got it's got some humor. Uh, I think most of the actors do a pretty good job. You know, even the ones that are just stereotype uh, stereotypes and cliche type characters, I think do a good job. Yeah. Uh, my biggest problem with it was just some of the weird. Um, and I feel this way kind of about like movies like Revenge of the Nerds and like movies that I think have aged poorly in the current climate. Um, and this movie's got a lot of just kind of strange misogynistic kind of stuff, which is like the perv and like, you know, and the guys, you know, when he's peeking, like they kind of dismiss it like, oh, he's just kind of being a guy or whatever, like some of that stuff. And I also found it weird that uh, Harvey Weinstein, uh, I believe, wrote this movie or he had a Bob, hand. Bob. Bob. 
No, Bob wrote it. Bob wrote Harvey it. Harvey produced, produced it. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah it and was like I thought that was early kind of, Weinstein Brothers. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Harvey's um, like, she's got to get naked. <laughs> I never let that affect how Where's I viewed this plate? movie. Um, you know, who's associated with it. Because you never No, 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 no. He just thought it was interesting. Yeah. 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 Maybe a preview of coming attractions. Um, <laughs> but overall, I like this movie. I think it's an above average slasher. I gave it three. Three. Heads. I gave it. I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I I enjoy it because the dialogue. Um, it it's almost like you're there with these kids, and I'm not like agreeing with the stuff that they say or what's written or whatever. But I thought the acting was realistic. Like it wasn't forced. Like it was like watching kids at camp or something. Like the way they interacted. And eh, some of it. If like, they would have been kids. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I couldn't get past I couldn't get past the fact that they were all like twenty something year olds. No, I mean, yeah. They all I'm, looked like they were twenty something year olds, besides the yeah. obvious like little kids in the mess hall. Yeah. yeah. Um I do think Jason Alexander did a really good job. Yeah. Given given the But genre. you're right. I don't know if I buy them as uh as kids, like, no. These but, people have Costco memberships. No, but if but if you if you kind of if you kind of watch the movie and just you yeah. know picture picture them being older kids or teenagers yeah. or whatever at summer camp, it's like I, I thought it was kind of interesting and kind of I thought some of the dialogue was entertaining. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, for those kills, I thought they were really great. And one thing I really also enjoyed about this movie was uh, Rick Wakeman of the band yes legendary Wick, rick wakeman did the soundtrack and uh oh, that's cool yeah i thought the soundtrack i don't know if you guys noticed it at all but uh the soundtrack was i think perfect i remember all i remember is the music at the end of the movie yeah uh, kind of sounded like the, the music from the terminator yeah it i mean the music was done just right it wasn't overbearing it was done at just the right moments uh, some of the tense moments, you could hear a little uh, synthesizer, a little mm-hmm. bass in there. Yeah. Um, what do you give it? Uh, I gave it three and a half. Makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's solid. I think it's definitely worth watching. If you're a big fan of early 80s slashers, um, I think it's up there with uh, the uh, first two, Friday the 13th. You know, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's worth a watch for sure. Yeah. I think. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> I definitely think it could be remade. Yeah. The only thing I had a problem and with, with those tweaks, like like I said, yeah. like have them get the revenge on the people. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the that thing. Did it. You know, that's the thing. And I don't want to get too much off topic, but the first Death Wish movie, which is a classic, mm. Bronson doesn't go after the guys who committed the crime because he doesn't know who they are. So just like Cropsey, Cropsey's not going to know who who all of those. But Bronson are. also goes after people that are bad. He's this Cropsey's just killing innocent, innocent people. Yeah. Cropsey's going after the kids who, you know, he doesn't know who did it, but he's going after he's going after the kids at the summer camp because yeah. just like Bronson's going after the bad guys, uh, you know, like the uh, the the criminals. Mm-hmm. In the first Death Wish movie, mm-hmm. they're not the same criminals that you know went against him. Yeah, Cropsey's going at least after they're criminals. kids at camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not the same kids, but they're kids at camp. But he's they didn't gonna, do anything wants, to him, I guess. He doesn't care. He's gonna kill. Yeah, them. he's a psychopath. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's a psychopath. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, moving on. The next film we're going to talk about is the film that I picked, and it's called High Tension, which is a 2003 film. It's a French film, gentlemen. All right, so this had you guys? Movie, oh, wait a second, real quick. Yeah. Had you guys seen it before? I had never seen it. I saw. Uh, I bought it like when it originally came out on uh, DVD. Yeah. 
and I watched it then. Um, so this was my first time seeing it in probably 15 years. Uh, so, and I remembered practically nothing. So it was, yeah. it was like seeing it. It was like first seeing time. it new. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts out with, uh, two girls. Uh, I think they're both students. They're driving out, uh, to the home. Well, kind of. It starts with like, like a, a dream sequence. So it, a dream it sequence? starts almost at the, like at the end where a woman oh, comes out right. of the woods yeah. and she's covered in blood. Um, you don't she, see who it is. You do. And then she wakes up and then she's in the backseat of her friend's car because they're driving out to the house. But she had like a really kind of fucked up dream. Yeah. But you don't talking. know what happened to her. Then we cut to like a creepy looking truck that's kind of out in this field. And there's a guy who's literally yeah. getting head. From a head. Yeah. He's <laughs> bobbing it up and down. You, you, you catch my drift. Um, yeah. And it's a severed head. Yeah. So then we cut back to... So you know something crazy is some, going on in the area. Something is afoot. Yeah. <laughs> or a head. A, something's ahead. <laughs> something's ahead. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. What's ahead? What's ahead? All right. Ahead. <laughs> so we get to this house, um, and uh, you can tell, it seems like the, the one girl kind of likes the other one. Did you get that yeah. sense? Uh, One's name is Alex. Yeah. Right? Alex What's, and Marie. Marie. Mm-hmm. So they're at Alex's parents' house. Yeah. And Marie's the guest. Uh, Marie goes outside for a smoke. And she sees her friend showering. That's right. And she's looking through and she's kind of watching her. Yeah. She's doing the reverse uh, of the burning. So they're all, they're all basically getting ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. And oh, real, uh, I do want to mention one thing. Yeah. For anybody who hasn't seen this movie, you need to stop now. Y- yes. And not listen to what they're going to talk about. Ah. Because there is there's a big spoiler. Definitely something that will ruin the movie if you haven't already seen this. If you don't care, keep listening. But I want to put that out there real quick. <laughs> yeah. Continue. I hate to interrupt. <laughs> so at this point, they're all in their rooms. And did the dad get got yet? No. No, that's right. Because she has the smoke and she goes back inside and goes she, upstairs. She goes upstairs and she's listening to music and she starts masturbating. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And now the doorbell rings. Yeah. Dad opens the door. Uh, this guy pushes himself into the house. A uh, fight breaks out. And it's the same guy from the truck. It's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he pushes the dad through the rails of the staircase. So the guy's head is stuck. Yeah. And then he grabs like a cabinet or a dresser and slides it and yeah, he knocks his head right totally off. Totally right? gnarly. And this dude, <laughs> this dude looks like he smells like a dumpster. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's just the gnarly list. Like he's just like, what is what's he wearing? He's wearing like almost uh, like farmer's kind of clothes or like a mechanic. Or yeah, he's wearing like one of those like kind of like Michael Myers kind of outfit. Like the um, you know the uh, yeah the, like the coveralls. Full, yeah, awesome. and he's he's wearing a cap and he just looks like super unclean. Uh, just kind of like a heavy. Heavy set dude and just kind of yeah. grunting and breathing. Yeah, he has poor hygiene for sure. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly for sure. Yeah, he smells definitely. Uh, so he kills the dad. Uh, he gets the mom and he gets like a straight edge razor and sla- uh, slashes her throat. And yeah. it's it again brutal, like lots of blood gushing. Yeah. Uh, he cuts her hand off. And at this point, um, the daughter's still sleeping. Yeah, so and Marie's away. Marie's hiding in the closet, and she yeah. sees this kill happen, um, which I thought was remind me a little bit of Halloween, like looking through, yeah, uh, and kind of seeing, yeah, yeah. Um, so then the um, the killer takes Alex out of the house and yeah. uh, puts her in the back of the truck, and then he heads back inside, 
And while that happens, Marie sneaks into the back of the truck yeah. also. But so the killer doesn't know that she's in there. Yeah. And she's, you know, and then he locks the door. So now they're both trapped in this truck. Right. And we don't know where they're going. And, you know, they're in the dark. Um, yeah. They stop at a gas station. So he gets out. He's got to get gas and probably some beef jerky or something. Something, yeah. And Alex is in shackles. Marie yeah. is trying to free her, but um, she's unable to. Right. So, so while, Alex can't escape. Right. So while um, while they're gassing up, she goes in. She sneaks off and gets inside of the store. Right. And she tells the clerk, like, real quietly, like, hey, um, I need you to call the police. Like, And, and she can't really get out what's happening because yeah. she looks over and the guy's coming in. So she runs and hides around the corner so yeah. he doesn't see her. And, he's, and the gas station attendant is confused. Yeah, like, he's like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. the, the guy comes in and starts kind of making small talk. Uh, like he knows the him. clerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell like he knows they know each other. And it was at this point where I was thinking, okay, the gas, uh, the gas station guy is in on it. You know, I kind of, I was trying to, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, like does this guy care? Does he want to help? Um, but he does. So he he has good intentions, uh, and he's kind of looking around the corner, like you know, in like convenience stores they have those mirrors up. In yeah. The so he can he can see her hiding, and she's terrified. So. Uh, but he, so he doesn't let on that, yeah. uh, that there's someone else in the store. He's trying to kind of protect her and keep the guy away while he kind of sizes up what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I think the, uh, the killer, he wants a bottle of liquor. Yeah. And while he's opening up the cabinet, the guy, the killer knows that there's someone else in here. Yeah. Cause uh, does he see him look he's her just, direction or something? I think. I don't. I couldn't pick up on it, but I think what the killer picked up on was the nervousness of the attendant, and uh, I think the killer he probably planned to kill him because he didn't care that he saw the blood on his hand yeah, when he reached for the right. sunglasses. So he knew something was up. Yeah. So I think either oh yeah, he puts the sunglasses on like yeah, yeah. and he had blood on like, his hand. So yeah. he either the killer made a mistake was like you know. I better just kill him. He saw the blood on my hand or he didn't care and he decided he was going to kill this guy. So he didn't care if he did see the blood on his hand. Either yeah. way, the guy was screwed. Yeah. Um, and so he gets killed with an ax. Yeah. And which is another good kill. I mean, all the kills in this movie are pretty great. Yeah. I would say. Um, so she runs, Marie runs into the restroom to hide because uh, the door's locked. She can't get out. And I thought this was a cool scene too. So she's hiding in the bathroom. The guy comes in, he pees. Uh, and leaves, yeah. but she's like, no, there's something uh, in here. And then we see him kind of go through like each stall. Yeah. Like, but we find out she's actually in the other bathroom. There's two yeah. bathrooms in the, yeah. in the, the she store, went to the which, men's. Didn't yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember, but it, it, they're not in the same bathroom. Yeah. They're not, but he eventually does go yeah. uh, into that bathroom. Yeah. Um, okay. So after she gets out of the bathroom, Marie actually calls the police and they're like, where are you? And yeah. she's like, I don't know. I was in the back of a truck. Um, we stopped at this gas station. Yeah. And the the cop's trying to figure it out. And they... they yeah. He asks her questions like, you know, what what highway? Where are you? And she gets frustrated. Yeah. And, she, yeah, and she's like, look, like you got to help us. Like, just, She says something you're like... You're the police. You figure it out. Yeah. She says something like, what if I blow up the fucking gas station? Will you see that? Or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then so, she hangs up the phone. Yeah. But in the meantime, now the killer is driving away yeah. with her friend. So she goes and grabs a pretty sweet car. Yeah. I think I it's the gas station guy's car or something. Yeah. She had the keys. She was somehow able to get the keys for it. Yeah. It's a 72 Ford uh, Granada. You looked it up. Coupe. I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty sweet car. Yeah. Um, so she's catching, she's trying to catch up to this guy. Yeah. Uh, and 
I thought that was a cool scene too because she's trying to follow, but she doesn't want to be seen. So she's got the lights off and trying to stay close enough. But at some point, she loses the truck. She doesn't know where the truck went. Yeah. And then the truck, all of a sudden, it's behind her and rams the car. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, Alex is still trapped in the truck in shackles. But also keep in mind, Alex has a knife. When Marie was with Alex in the truck before they got to the gas station, she left a knife with her. Yeah. So. And before Marie leaves the store, she actually grabs a gun yeah. from under the counter. Yeah, uh, a revolver. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when he when he rams her car from behind, the car flips, and it's a pretty cool yeah. uh, car crash also. Yeah. But uh, before that happens, she reaches for the gun. Yeah. And... She realizes there's no bullets. There's no bullets in and it. And he sticks his and hand out. he sticks out, his hand out the window and he and drops, drops the, the bullets. bullets. He's like, yep, yeah, I knew you were in there. Anna, and it was just, it was bullets. a moment of like, oh, oh shit. no. Yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> oh. So, and I thought this was a cool uh, trick also. So after the she crashes the car, she gets out and she's all messed up. Um, he stops the car and he's looking for her. He's got a flashlight and he's trying to find her. Yeah. And she kind of gets the upper hand and sees him or she see, she sees the flashlight yeah. and she goes to it and she finds the flashlight's just hanging from a tree branch. Yeah. Uh, he, he set her up and then he gets her. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of cool. So they're playing this game of cat and mouse. Yeah. But there's a fight. It's a pretty great final showdown. Yeah. Uh, between the two. And she eventually takes like a fence post and wraps barbed wire around it. Yeah. And I had to count. How many times she goes full Negan Lucille bet on this guy? <laughs> she knocks him seventeen times yeah. and just pulverizes him. Yeah, at first he had her with. Uh, it looked like um, they were in a uh, area of like uh, there were plants or something. And there was plastic, like plastic sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was some kind of. Uh, uh, some some area yeah, where they were growing things. Yeah, and he almost gets her, but she knocks him out. She knocks him the head first, the rock, and yeah. then pounds him uh, and then, with the post. And then she, he's still alive, but then ultimately she gets him. She, she grabs the plastic. The plastic wrapped around his face. Yep. Uh, so that's it for him, or so we think. It yeah, so. Well, then it cuts here. to, and again, proceed with caution. Huge spoiler coming. All right. We warned you. Uh, the cops arrive at the gas station yeah. and they're looking at the surveillance footage uh, from the cameras and we see Marie kill the clerk with an axe. Yeah. And it's revealed that it's been Marie the whole time that the uh, the trucker doesn't even exist. Yeah. That it was her that, was, was that like, committed all these wow. crimes. It's like, what, what did you think when that happened? Are we getting into our overall impressions? And that's basically, well, no, no, the, end no, of, no, that's just basically at, the end of the movie. No, just at that moment. Like, what did, like, I was just like, holy crap. Like, I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I thought I've seen it all, but <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, she's basically schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no two ways about it. She's got split personalities. Yeah. So, so what happens is from, from that point, she goes back to Alex. She's like, Alex, everything's okay. And, uh, you know, and she removes the gag. She's like, get away from me. Get away yeah, from yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I saved you. Everything's okay. I saved you. Everything's okay. Yeah. And and uh, there's a, that scene that follows where Alex runs to the highway and a driver stops for her. And this is very similar to how the movie starts. Yeah. So and a driver stops for her. It's kind of bookended. Her. And she gets, she, she, 
he's able to stop and she gets in the car and she's like, she's like, you know, get out of here. I can't remember what she says. And he's like, what's going on you know? And then the killer who we see the trucker again. Yep. And it kind of cuts back and forth. So and he's like a handsaw. Sometimes, sometimes it's the guy and sometimes it's yeah. Marie again. And, and cause it's going back and forth. Yeah. And he's got a saw and the car doesn't start. Yeah. And he starts, he, he what does the car never start? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he takes that, that handsaw and he just smashes the windows with yeah. it and he gets the guy real good. Yep. And she's able to get out and she's trying to crawl away and she has glass stuck in her foot and he's getting close to her. And then it, and then it, changes to marie again yeah right basically alex escapes um and uh impales her with a crowbar yeah and uh and then we cut to uh marie's now like uh in in an insane asylum yeah and that's kind of how the movie ends. and she says like she can't see me can she and then she like turns her head yeah and she and she knows she's there yeah so yeah uh a lot of tense moments in this hi yeah high tension tension, yeah hot um (laughs) Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, the moments in this film, a lot of tense moments, obviously, uh, some really great kills and effects. Um, I thought the music, another great example of, uh, the, the use of music or a lack thereof, uh, very subtle and very tense. Um, the acting, now, keep in mind, we had uh, voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah, it's a well, French I, film, so it was yeah. dubbed. Did you see it dubbed? I watched it dubbed, Because yeah. I think I saw it subtitled. I think, you know... It's look, hard to tell, though, if someone's a good actor, even if they're getting subtitled. Yeah. There, so. was, there was some elements <clears throat> where they kept in the original track, but um, I would I would like to look... I would like to watch the uh, original. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, watching the subtitled... Or no, excuse me. Watching the dubbed version... Um, I think it hurt it just a little bit. I think some things got not lost in translation, but I, I don't think it translated very well. One I, thing I thought was weird about the voice, the yeah. the way they did it was one of them had a heavy French accent, yeah. but the other one sounded like total American girl, yeah. Which I thought well, they should have just done pick pick one, yeah, right. But I I thought there I thought it was a good dose of. Uh, kind of twists and turns, so to speak, just like, you know, oh, wow, that well, I wasn't expecting to see that. Um, Do you think it loses something? Yes. Okay. That is my biggest problem with this movie. Um, I was uh, about a four and a half on this movie. Uh-huh. Until, yes, before I until, even asked the question. Yeah, but. <laughs> but I knew where you're going. Because uh, I thought this movie tried to get cute. Like the, the, the twist ending was completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I thought it worked better when there was a killer and it wasn't her because now it create it creates things that now don't make any sense yeah. that's what i was going to ask do you think it loses something because there is certain things that you're like well how the that, fuck did, yeah, that, how did that happen? happen if she's both people how can she be chasing herself in a exactly yeah i was chase. i was at that point too i was like trying to figure out i was except for it you can justify it this way yeah she is in the mental hospital telling the story and that's the story that she's telling because that she still sees it as two separate people. Yeah. Maybe. I was that's trying the only I found myself backtracking like, okay, then how did this work and how did that work? Um, I gave it three and a half. Um yeah, I gave it three and a half too. Yeah. I gave it three and a half also. I, oh I my think, god. I think it's solid. It's 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 a great art house. It's a great example of art house and experimental filmmaking. Um I just thought it was a beautifully shot film 
Good um, special effects. The yeah, end, great special yeah, effects. Yeah, that ending is what keeps it from being a classic. I yeah. think, um, you know, and I'd still say this is an underrated movie, but I feel like had it ended differently, this would be a movie that everyone the, would be talking and about. And the ending was just kind of abrupt, too. Or if you fix certain things in the movie yeah. to where you can have that twist ending and you can go, oh, that's yeah. how that happened yes. yep. but, all along. But visually, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, It the, was intense, the, man. The best twist endings in movies are always the ones where when you go back, you reveal they didn't cheat. Like, you know, it yeah. all made sense. Like, oh, had I been viewing it from this perspective, everything yeah. still adds the up. The sixth and sense. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it, like I said earlier, a great use or lack thereof of music, but also... Uh, great use of sound um his his breathing Mm -hmm. the clomping just all the little sounds is great use of sound as well yep so three and a half all around on that one excellent all right well moving right along uh my pick uh is a 2015 film uh called the final girls gentlemen yeah uh i had never heard of this film alan yeah you i no, i hadn't actually i think i heard of it only because david told us one time about it yeah. Um he might have brought it up in our comedy uh episode briefly. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But um g- go through the plot of this real quick. Uh it opens up with a trailer for a 1980s uh horror movie. Yeah, I think they said 86. I yeah, think. 86. Um opens up with the trailer and uh you see all the typical 80s tropes in the yeah. trailer. And then it flashes to a, a girl, a teenage girl in her the passenger seat yeah. of a car, watching it on her phone. Can I just say something about that trailer? Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. <laughs> like I want to see that. You want to see that movie? Want to see Camp Bloodbath? I want That's a cool title too. Well, you just saw the. We'll get into. Yeah. You end up seeing the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yes, Camp Bloodbath. Yeah. Um. So, um, the girl, the teenage girl in the car who's watching the trailer, mm-hmm. um, we come to find out that her mom was an actress in that film, right? Because she's got her mom's headshots at her feet, and she's actually waiting in the car while her mom's on an audition. Yeah. And, um, we see the headshot of her mom, uh, maybe just a little bit older, and she turns it over and she sees, uh, Cl- Camp Bloodbath. Yeah. Is one of her feature films that she was in but yeah. she hasn't done a lot since then and if she has it's and, just been... and she feels like doing camp bloodbath kind of hurt her so when chances. the yeah she got pigeonholed did yeah. you guys notice on the back uh of the uh um headshot. the headshot and it had her screen credits one of them was chopping mall chopping mall yeah. oh that's funny oh, that it's cool. probably a shout out huh? oh yeah for sure yeah um so she uh she comes back in the car and her daughter's like well how'd the audition go She's like, oh, everybody just wants to know about Camp Bloodbath all yeah. the time. I shouldn't have fucking done that film, yada, yada, yada. You could imagine like Linda Blair with The Exorcist. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So quickly realized that the daughter is the more responsible of the two. Yeah. The mom's just kind of this free spirit like actress <laughs> yeah. who got pregnant, I'm assuming probably by some schlub who ended up leaving them. Yeah. Um, and she... It's like, okay, well, she loves her daughter and she raises her, but she still wants to be an actress. She still wants to be a famous movie star. And her daughter's like, well, we got this bill. We got this bill. We got this bill. She just throws them out. She throws them out. She starts singing uh, Betty Davis eyes. Yeah. And they have this whole like thing. And the daughter finally gives in. Yeah. Um, But the daughter spills a drink 
on the headshots and the mom's like, oh shit, my headshots. And she kind of reaches down and loses her focus on the road. Yeah. Which right before that, I always hated in movies when the driver and the passenger are talking and the driver just turns their head and talks to him for about five minutes without looking <laughs> at the road. Yeah, all the while, all the while steering. Yeah. Yeah. All the while steering yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, real herky-jerky. No red lights. <laughs> no. Anyway, mom kind of loses where focus on the road, gets clipped by a truck. The car goes flipping out of control. Cut to three years later. Yeah. Mom's dead. Mom died in the car crash. The daughter survived. Yeah. So Max is the daughter. She's now living with her aunt, I believe. I think so. You know, I might have missed that part. Yeah. Uh, There there is another part that I missed. I'm going to have to rely on you because I was watching this with a group of people. Yeah. And so I couldn't really just pause it every time I needed to like I normally do. So I had to go do something. Um, maybe go to the restroom or something in certain parts and, and come back and yeah, they weren't really good at filling me in on what happened <clears throat> anyway. Um, so at this point in the movie, you start to see, um, you start to, um, get introduced to more characters. Yeah. Max's best friend. Yeah. Her name's Gertie and she's uh, maybe in a rest of development. Arrested development yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, and then there's this boy who, is uh, kind of like, I don't know, a jockey type studly guy who's got a crush on Max. Max yeah. has a crush on him. But he's kind of a down to earth guy. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's yeah, definitely cool. He's yeah, not he's a, a cool douche. guy. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, Gertie's stepbrother, who's uh, Thomas Middleditch from, uh, he's from the Verizon Wireless commercials. <laughs> yeah, and he plays Richard in, in um, Silicon, Valley. Silicon Valley. I, Valley. I gotta be honest, like when... That when, guy's funny. When he came out, I was like, oh, it's that guy. Like, yeah. I hate those commercials. <laughs> but as the movie went on, I was like, oh, I like this guy. He's so good in Silicon <laughs> Valley. If you if you haven't that watched that. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really good show. Um, I should also mention that the the main girl is uh Tessa Farmiga. I think that's how you yeah, pronounce think, her first yeah. name. Yeah. And she's been she's the daughter of Vera Farmiga, who yeah. was in the Conjuring movies, uh, but she's also, uh, or she's not the daughter, she's the sister, excuse me. The sister. Um, uh, Tessa was also in a few seasons of um, American, American Horror, Horror, Story. Horror Story. Oh, that's right, yeah. She was in the first season, and then a couple of subsequent seasons, too. She's, yeah, uh, I did appeared. read that, yeah. yeah. She's really good. So, the, the stepbrother comes in, and he's like, listen, Max, we're having a, a camp bloodbath one and two marathon at the movie house that I work at, uh, the theater I work at, you need to come. And he convinces her to come to the, to the show as his special guest. Cause she's going to yeah. represent the mom who was in it. Yeah. And his name is Duncan, right? I think his name is Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan. Yeah. So he's super psyched yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah. And so they decide to go and they also run into, uh, the, the, the guy, the kind of studly guy, his ex-girlfriend. Vicky. Vicky, yeah. who just so happens to be like the ex-best friend of Max yeah. also. Um, but they haven't really talked to each other in like three years. So they uh, they go to the movie and yeah. they're watching this movie and it starts and it's your typical slasher film. Like we're in the theater yeah. with them as they're watching it and um, stuff starts happening on the screen where it's showing the mom yeah, um, as the character, obviously, but she's seeing her mom and she's getting really sad and she's like, fuck this. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, things are happening in the theater also. Like some guy's lighting a joint 
and some guys some drinking guys drinking alcohol. Apparently, he's drinking ga- pure gasoline. <laughs> <They jolly>. um, <laughs> because he drops the alcohol and it, goes it rolls spilling. all the way to like the front row. Goes all the way to the front row, yep. and the guy who's smoking the joint, his ash, which I'm. Telling you right now, <laughs> would, this would never happen. This would never happen. Even if you dropped an ash in gasoline, it wouldn't start a fire like this. <laughs> um, he drops the cherry off of his uh, joint into the um, vodka the, yeah. and <laughs> the gasoline, and it starts a fire. Yeah. And the whole theater is under fire. Yeah. And they're getting everybody's getting engulfed. So people start heading for the door, but. Max, Max and her crew yeah. are kind of stuck there. And she's like, uh, uh, is there an exit behind the screen? Yeah. And uh, Duncan's like, yes, yes, there is. And so she grabs like a, a machete, like a fake machete or whatever. And she slices a hole into yeah. the screen and they all go through the so screen. So apparently it's a real machete. <laughs> Somebody apparently, had. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Right. Who's doing the security at this place? <laughs> and so they go through the hole in the screen. Yeah. And, and then, then it, it the, goes to the, white. It goes to white. Yeah. And they're all laying. Well, she wakes up. She's the first one. It's just her eyes. Yeah, yeah. And she wakes up, and she's like, "They're all laying in like in like a like field. grass." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody gets together. All five of they them. All, yeah, they're all up. And and they're all together, and they come to a road, or they're on the side of the road, and we see the first scene from the movie they were just watching happened to them in real life yeah it's a vw bug that drives by or a bus what was that song bus? that was playing yeah, too vw bus there's a song every time it showed up oh what was it and it was just like <laughs> yeah it was and some, they were it kept so it pulls up and it's adam divine is the is the driver yeah. and that guy is funny he's yeah, like he's, he's like funny. mini jack black yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and then uh, there's a girl in the passenger. She's like, "You guys know the way to Camp Birchwood or whatever the hell, Blue Birch, Birch." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "No, Blue Finch, Blue Finch." Thank you. And it, and so they're like, "Oh, okay." And, and then like, they leave. And then it's like 92 minutes later, and then the same thing, same same scene. No, I think it, were, it happens instantly. No, it says, no, it says 90, yeah, it even says 92, between 92, 92 minutes, minutes later. Oh, okay. And then it happens again, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, just follow the road." And then it, and then it's like another ninety-two minutes later, and the same thing happens again. And yeah. so now they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And Duncan's like timing it. He's like counting down. He's like six, five, four, three, two. And then all of a sudden, yeah, thing pulls up, and they're like, "We're in this fucking movie." Yeah. And they can't believe it, but they've been like last action heroed into this fucking movie, right? right? Yeah. And so another highly underrated movie, <laughs> in my opinion, I love last action hero. So, yeah. so they end up saying, uh, yeah, we know where blue Finch is. We're new counselors. Can you give us a ride? And they're like, sure. So then so the movie hop, progresses. They all hop into the bus, yeah. a VW bus with them and go to the, go to the camp. Yeah. And then we see the title screen happen and they can see all this stuff. They can hear the music. Right. They can see the titles. They're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So they they realize that they're sucked in the film. So we gotta I, I gotta kind of speed up a little bit here because I don't yeah. want to discuss every single plot point. Yeah. But basically they come to realize that they're stuck in the film and they have to um survive. They have yeah. to survive and they want to kill the bad guy, the yeah. Jason Voorhees type guy. Yeah. 
because that's how the movie will end. And they think that once the movie ends, they'll be yeah. put back home. They're basically using their knowledge of horror movies and slashers in particular. And this film. To try to try to deal with uh, their situation. Well, because yeah. they figure out, uh, you know, the movie's called The Final the Final Girls. They're like, we just need to find the final girl in this movie right. and, and just stick, stick with, with her. her. Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, through a series of unfortunate events, the girl who was supposed to be the final girl in the movie dies. Dies. <laughs> Yeah, because they changed the story due to their interference. Right. And so they're like, okay, no one get naked. No one have sex because anybody who gets naked, everybody who has sex, they're going to die. Yeah. Well, and then the girl who does the strip tease in the movie, she's like, they like put oven mitts on her hands so she can't unbutton (laughs) like a life jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and then they set up traps. They have this whole plan that they're going to set up. It doesn't go right. In the original movie, Max's mom had sex and was killed in the movie. Yeah, she wasn't the final girl. She was not. So during the time of them being in this movie, Max is is associated with her mother's character. Who's not her mom, but is her mom. But she misses her mom. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, she's basically sticking with her and she's trying to tell her, look, you're not going to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to do this. And she's like, you know, you're acting like my mom or something yeah. like, you know. So ultimately what happens is, is the mo- the Max and the the mom, the character that the mom, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, but Max and the mom start forming this beautiful friendship with one another. Yeah. And the mom hears her out. Because Max tells her what's going on. Yeah. And the mom's like, she realizes what she has to do to save Max. Yeah. Is that as long as there's two girls left alive, because everybody else dies. Yeah. As long as there's two girls left alive. And the boyfriend's still alive. No one, yes. No one can be the final girl. Yeah. So the mom sacrifices herself. As soon as the mom dies, Max, who is almost dead herself. Yeah. Gets like superhuman powers. (laughs) She pops up and her and the killer have this awesome battle yeah um very very well done and then they kill the killer they chop off his head right and then the end credits of the movie roll and her and the dude are just standing there and they're watching the end credits and they're like i I guess it's done (laughs) (laughs) and it's like over and then she wakes up a hospital and she's in a hospital yeah and she hears voices she looks over her the boyfriend or whatever is laying in the hospital bed next to her and she opens up the um curtain and she sees all of her friends yeah and she's like was that a dream and they're like no that was real that really happened yeah and and duncan's there and he's like look i got a wound from where i got chopped (laughs) and everybody's like friendly now um with one another like they've been through this shit Mm -hmm. and then uh they hear something and they go out into the hallway and they see a doctor and a nurse kind of flirty flirty right and they hear the music yeah. and they look over and there's a the killer is back and Duncan's like, Oh yeah. The sequel. We're in the sequel now. Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie ends. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, this was a lot of fun. It was. It's hard to explain the movie, and and I don't know if we did it justice, but basically, if you think Last Action Hero yeah. meets Friday the Thirteenth meets, yeah, that's a good yeah. Groundhog Day meets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's got good uh, horror tropes in it. Yeah, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes fun of itself. I will say the one thing I'm going to point out the one thing that I didn't like. What's that? Okay, when the girl who's on Adderall. Does her striptease? Yeah. 
she's dancing to Ooh, cherry pie cherry yeah. pie that didn't come out till 1990 yes yeah. oh shit <laughs> that yeah. movie was supposedly what? made in 1986 she's dancing to cherry pie yeah. cherry pie came out in 1990 i call bullshit Anachronism. <laughs> um i really enjoyed this movie um i'm traditionally not a big fan of a lot of horror comedies unless it's done right i think this was done right and i think it's more of a comedy than horror definitely but it it's it was a but lot of fun the thing that makes it horror is that it's making fun of yeah horror it's yeah there's a parody element to it without um, being over without being look airplane. how clever right. i am yeah right. without exactly. being scary movie without being whatever yeah, exactly and what was also great um i enjoyed all the characters. Oh, yeah. All the characters. Are, even the the uh, the ex girlfriend Vicky, who you thought was going to be like a jerk, a bitch. Yeah, she was actually like they were all good, and and nobody's dumb. Nobody's except, dumb. well, except for the characters in the movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. none of the real people are dumb. And what was cool is you could see the interaction of these kids from modern day interacting with these kids from nineteen eighty six. Yeah. So like you had the jock. From 1986 slasher movie interacting with, you know, the jock from nowadays, the jock from nowadays. And he's like, he says fag or something like that. And yeah. then he's like, um, my dad is gay. Yeah. And and, and then he ends up like beating. I do. I like yeah. holding them down and he's like, That's don't right. fuck with me. Yeah. 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 He's like gay like guys stuff that you could get away with saying in 1980s horror, horror movies. He says like yeah. gay guys too busy going to discos. <laughs> And having sex with each other. And then he's like, well, that's a pretty cool lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's like, it actually doesn't sound so But bad. it had it had some great dialogue in this too. Like, you know, like she said, like the one girl says, why does he, does he hate my boobs? Because they're not too big. And yeah. Just like, oh, the, the mom, the, Max's mom who plays the girl in the movie. Nancy. Nancy. Um, she says something like, you know. She's gonna save herself for George Michael. Oh yeah, and Vicky's like, um, uh, I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> count on that. <laughs> I loved all like it's so well written. Uh, the acting, I could let it pass because um, it's supposed to be cheesy. It was supposed to be, yeah. And um, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I love the fight scene at the end. By the yeah. way, when when he said, throws a knife at uh, at Max, I I said. Oh, you gotta you gotta do the slide the, the oh, lean back to yeah. avoid it, and yeah, that happened. She totally did it. Yeah. Um, when when they're running in slow motion, and they're like, "What's going yeah. on?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only my only complaint is is like you some of the uh, accuracy. You know, like you know, cherry pie wasn't out yet. Nope. Um, I noticed that right away. I'm such a fucking nerd. There, there was <laughs> there were there were a few other things that uh, I forgot to write down, but I was like, oh, that you know that didn't happen yet or whatever, but I let it slide. I, I still give it four. Yeah, oh, definitely. Wow. I'm giving it four also. Yeah. I think this is a movie that I can watch over and over again. It's even better when you watch it with friends. Like, Oh, the next time I see it, I want to see it with friends. Exactly. So. And I watched it with, um, uh, with my, my son. Yeah. Uh, he was able to watch it cause there wasn't any nudity. Yeah. Um, I, although he did turn his eyes, when yeah. he thought there was going to happen, I was like, they're not showing anything. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, my wife, my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, they were over. We all watched it. Yeah. Uh, we all really liked it. Yeah. We all had a good time uh, laughing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I give it four heads also, David. Wow. 
Um, that's funny. I recommended this one. Now, be I, honest. And I, and I rated it the lowest. <laughs> What'd you give it? Uh, three and a half. That's, oh, that's um, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I really like this movie yeah. um, for pretty much all the reasons you guys said. My biggest issue, and it's not even an issue, but uh, it, it's a PG-13 horror movie, I believe. Um, I, I think they could have taken it to the next level by going R and throwing in some good violence. Like, if there was some, like, tr- like actual slasher film you know, blood and guts stuff you know to what? offset the comedy, I think would have made it uh it's so weird. a little better. It's like we switched places because <laughs> what was the movie we talked about and I and I wanted more of that? This one, I was okay with it. I was okay with just the right amount of that. Yeah. That it had. Um I I thought it was a great comedy. The other thing I'll give this movie is so unique. Yeah. It's a new perspective on a film. Like I said, I last action hero meets whatever. Yeah. But it's it's a unique story. Yeah. And yeah. and it's so creative. Oh, yeah. And something else I didn't mention that I really like about this movie is uh there's a sweetness to it. Like yeah. the the story of the mother, the mother and daughter. daughter. Like it, it's... And even the friends. And yeah. like the girls who didn't like each other, Vicky and and Gertie. They reconciled. Yeah. They they, they grabbed hands and they both died at the same time together yeah. and and you know they they worked together. Yeah, and and I you don't have to like horror movies to like it. No, yeah, nope. I think it's it's a movie that'll reach different people. Yep, and you know, like Dave said, there's there's a good message to it with the mother and daughter. It's just a really sweet movie, and and like I said before, it's so very well written too. I love yeah. all the lines in it. Yep, uh, when he says "nice legs," what time do they open? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Adam Devine character, he's got some of the best yeah. uh the best lines. And they talk about uh Gertie. Uh she dated a uh a kid with uh autism who was autistic. <laughs> and then the black guy was like, damn, super freak, I like. <laughs> it was I just found myself just laughing throughout uh, the film. It was very well done. Yep. I thought I thought they did it just right. Yeah. Good pick, David. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad you guys liked it. I think we're all in agreement that all the movies that we picked yeah. are underrated and are good films. Yeah. Um are there better films out there? Yeah, probably that are rated appropriately? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but these are films that maybe not a lot of people have seen. People should see. Yeah, give them a chance. Definitely give these films a chance. So we got the burning, we got high tension. Yeah. And uh the final girls. Yeah, each of them have something to offer for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all slasher films though. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I was, I was telling uh, Alan yeah. that earlier. Yeah. Um, if you have a film that you think is underrated and you'd like us to watch, you can contact us at, yeah, hit us up. You can go, uh, to Twitter where we are the swear wolves. We're also the swear wolves on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram uh, where we are the swear wolves podcast, all one word. Um, you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Or go to our website, which is theswearwolves.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And we are underrated.